I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Hello and welcome to the best movies you've never seen. And every time I hear that intro, I like it even more. Mm. We are covering a film that was in the intro. Boom, there There's it is. There's two to go, by the way. Two movies to go. I After this I won't one. tell you which one it is. But, oh, I'm desperate to uh, The one that's left over, uh, there's two left over, but we are, are doing one today. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you about that in a second. Let me introduce you first. Mm -hmm. Trevor is our is our movie guinea pig. I think I like no, to. No, I don't mind that. Yeah. We are. I, I'm the I'm the movie buff who's seen all these movies. My name is Stephen Fennick. You're and the movie I, greyhound. I, sh <laughs> I show these movies that Trevor's never seen, and a lot of you perhaps have never seen. I do love the feedback we get from our listeners who say, you know what, I, I really like that recommendation. They'd never seen it before. They enjoyed it. They watched it because yeah. we suggested it. Uh, I thought of another great yeah. way for that too. Even if you're uh, like Stephen and you've you've loved all these movies over time, listen again now with us. Yeah. Understand some things, learn some things. You and then learn a lot of things. you start recommending to people around the water cooler, your kids or yeah. your work colleagues and stuff. So you start to bring back some of your movie knowledge, add a bit to it from Stephen's. Absolutely. And, uh, you become the movie recommendation yes. engine in your, in your life. Word of mouth hmm. doesn't hurt. Well, the movie we're talking about this week is Scarface, and you better believe there is explicit language <laughs> in this show this week. So just be careful who you're listening to this with. The movie was released in 1983, starring Al Pacino, directed by Brian De Palma, and the movie was written by Oliver Stone. Yeah. Oliver Stone went on to be a ma major director, directed Wall Street and uh, I think Born on the Fourth of July, so a lot of major films he directed. Uh, also, I think he directed Platoon, uh, Any Given Sunday, some really good movies. Now, you, I remember when you messaged me, you said, is it is it this movie, the Scarface 1983? Because yeah. I did recall it, it is a remake of sorts. Right. Because there is a 1932 I, film I obviously Scarface. always get worried that I'm going to spend time <laughs> in my life watching something that I didn't need to. Yes. And so I, I looked it up on Fetch and I saw it and, and it said something along the lines of, you know, the 1983 remake. And I'm like, yes. wait, he didn't mention that. What do I? Oh, no. Well, it yeah. is a loose remake right. of 1932. To the 1932 movie is still sort of same sort of rise and fall of an American 
immigrant gangster. Okay. But the this was obviously set in more modern times right. and a different kind of background as well. Uh, but you'll notice at the start, the film is dedicated to two people, yeah. Ben Hecht yes. and Howard Hawks. I intentionally yeah. resisted my urge to Google those names. Yes, uh, because I knew you'd help me out. They were the uh, they were the producer and the writer. So sorry, the original director and writer of the 1932 oh, film. Oh wow! Okay. So that, that was like a Brian nice. De Fa- Brian De Palma decided That's to dedicate nice it. Hat tip. Yeah, to the original film's uh, creators, there, the Very director cool. and the writer. Now, there was an issue before this was released in cinemas. The MPAA, which is sort of basically the the classification board, Mm -hmm. gave the film an X rating. Oh. Because of all the swearing and all the violence. And they said, look, you need to cut it. Chainsaw really does get, add to, to that. Get, well, it's sort of implied. You don't really see the chainsaw doing what it's doing. I'm just doing. wondering whether maybe in the X version you did. Pa- pa- no, maybe. you don't. No, okay. you don't. Well, what happened? Brian De Palma, he was he sent it back three times and still couldn't get the uh, get rid of the X rating and qualify it for an R rating. Right. So what he did, he went to the lengths of including bringing in a panel of experts, including narcotics officers. Who wanted to who wanted to talk about how accurate the film was? Right, and uh, that still didn't convince them. But uh, what ended up happening at the 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 for the, the first top when, when they when they released it for a preview audience, they said, "Okay, we'll give you an R rating," mm-hmm. and they hadn't cut a single thing. <laughs> so it went it went as an as an R. The, the slightly trimmed version in the theaters was the still basically the X-rated film that they'd submitted in the first place. Wow. So he he sort of made some very minor cosmetic changes and still got it through. So uh, he he did release the 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 little changes he made, he which is he called his first cut, he ended up releasing that on home video. Right. So the original original version, no cuts went on to video. But I wonder the if that's what cuts, we're seeing now then. We are. Right. Yes. So you had any impression of this? No, you'd heard of it. Had you heard I've of heard Scarface? Of um, I would have associated it with kind of more your Godfather style, gangster yeah. style yeah. movie. That's yep. where my head was at. Okay. I feel like just because I've there's a couple of people in my life who I think have referred to this movie or talk about this movie, yep. and they're also big Godfather fans. So I don't know. In my head, it was a little yeah. bit more uh, dated. Um, right. uh, but oh, you thought it was sort of set in the you know yeah I thought it might have been 60s, a lot older. 50s. Okay, yes. like the Godfather. Okay. Um, yep. But yeah, apart from that, gangster, and I probably would have picked Al Pacino as a star, but yep. just okay. because he's one of the biggest names in Hollywood. Well, this became, it has become a legendary movie. At the time, I'll tell you, not a massive buzz around it. Yeah, you know, right. you know the, all these movies that gain this following over the years that aren't hits like Shawshank Redemption is a classic example. Shawshank, yep. at the movie... You could call it a flop. It didn't really make a lot of money, right? But then gained all this 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 following and, and appreciation in the following in the ensuing years. Yes. Same deal with this one. It did. It did. Uh, a lot of people liked it. Obviously, the, the the violence, the language, the background. Yeah. But I think if you really look at it, I like it because it's like a Shakespearean tragedy. That, that's how I view it, There's set in modern times. You know, mm. it's like this guy with his ambition, and it's the rise and fall, and the greed, and everything else that sort of he he he's never happy. He's yeah, always going to yeah, have yeah, more. Yeah. 
and, and the, the, you know, the world is yours. It kept seen in the background, you know. And arrogant to the end kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah, all, all, of course. Yeah, you're of right. Course. There's a lot of that to it. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're the classic elements of a Shakespearean tragedy. It's like King Lear, you know, who was this big, uh, really stubborn king with his three daughters. And it, it, that, to me, had flavours of that. Interesting. Our man Roger Ebert, in his review, mm. says, Montana gets it all and he loses it all. That's predictable. But what is original about this movie is the attention it gives to how little Montana enjoys it while he has it. Uh, Scarface understands the criminal personality with its links between laziness and ruthlessness, grandiosity and low self-esteem, pipe dreams and a chronic inability to be happy. It's also an exciting crime picture in the tradition of the 1932 movie and like the Godfather movies, it has a gallery of wonderful supporting performances. Mm. These are the people Tony Montana deserves in his life and Scarface is a wonderful portrait of a real louse. Wow. (laughs) Rog goes hard. That's good. But you know what? You look back at those reviews and they're equally there are others that are equally scathing. Right. Look really, really putting it down and Interesting. and uh just just you're yeah, really tearing it apart. All righty, this is your last exit before the freeway. We are going to slide in pretty heavy to uh, Scarface. And if you haven't seen it, you can catch it through Fetch. And do what I did, and you simply ask, search for search for Scarface or any movie, TV show, whatever it is you're looking for, and Fetch will intelligently help you find it. Not just because it has a huge library of movies and TV shows for you to watch, rent or buy, but because it knows that, hey, I've got a Paramount Plus subscription. This movie's available to stream on Paramount+. Plus. So the first thing Fetch did was offer me to just simply jump in and watch this movie because I didn't need to pay anything. If I wanted to own it or just rent it to, to watch, I can do that as well. That's a secondary choice. But because of the power of all the streaming services, and we're talking Netflix, Disney+, Apple TV+, Prime Video from Amazon, Paramount+, Stan, YouTube, there are so many streaming services on the Fetch box that are native and integrated into the search that you can find the content you want, where you want, and how you want to watch it. Plus, of course, there's live TV, subscription TV, there's movies to watch all uh, every month as part of the movie box, then there's the movie store, then there's so many other features of Fetch we can't even begin to unpack. You can get Fetch at major retailers and big internet providers like Aussie Broadband and Telstra, and you can find out more at fetchtv.com.au. Okay, you have now seen Scarface. Yes, with Al Pacino. Yep. So give us your your impressions just after your first watch. Your Not first at impressions. all what I expected yep. because I uh, I don't know why that Godfather thing was in my head, but, yeah. yeah, it's just a very different movie, obviously, The Godfather, but still has that. I'm, I'm, I actually, geez, I, Roger Ebert and I, you know, yeah. we, we see eye to eye in a lot of things. That The ability to pick the, the similarities in that, that supporting yeah. cast around of a gangster-style yeah, yeah. approach. Um, it's a long movie. Yes. And that that is a negative for me. I, I sit there thinking could that – could that have not been in the movie and would it have still been good and those kind of things? Yep. Um, but I, I also like the, the, these kind of weirdly parallel stories that existed in it, like the sister. You know, firstly, and yeah, we'll, that we'll was get a to solid it, subplot. We'll, yeah. we'll get to it in the run through, but you know, you didn't didn't realize who she was for a little while in that into the first scene where you saw her. You know, the way that her role plays out in the movie. Yeah, those things. If you erase them from the movie, don't impact the movie broadly. No. But I think they make a difference to the success of the movie. It adds a it's, it's like a flavour of yeah. the movie. The subplot is pretty solid. So in, yeah, in that I, case, I, yeah, I found it uh, found it fascinating, given how much people like you are fans of this movie. Yes. That, to be honest, fascinating is how I see this movie. And your tweet thread post on this one. So this one is, uh, I would say, not your 
typical immigrant story. Um, <laughs> but well worth, uh, well worth enjoying Scarface for the first or multiple times uh, and uh, getting an insight into a, a criminal world most of us will obviously never see. Uh, I did not see this at the movies. Wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, it came out in 93, so I was, uh, I was 15. Okay. Uh, Too busy at the park well, with the girls. I was playing yep. footy and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was playing, yeah, sure you were. playing junior footy. Um, watched it on VHS several times at a mate's house. He mm. owned it on VHS. Yep. And watched it so many times. Well, like I memorized parts of this movie, basically. So it was like a background movie for us for a fair bit. I've yep. rewatched it. Many times since the last time being for the for this show, of course, was a restored version in 4K. Yeah, nice. Yeah, so it's uh, looked amazing. Looked really cool. Looked like it was filmed a month ago. It looked incredible. Let's get into the cast. I've got some surprises here for you, mate. Okay. Al Pacino, of course, plays Tony Montana, Godfather. He was in The Godfather. Dog Day Afternoon, classic movie, which is on our list. Scent of a Woman, which we're doing soon. Um, Stephen Bauer plays Manny. Right. Now you're not going to re- you you're going to freak out when I tell you what he was in that you've seen and enjoyed. Oh, I well, know, yeah. He was in the film Traffic. Okay. He was also in another film called Primal Fear. Okay. He was also in Ray Donovan. Wow. You know he's you know he's soldier, you know the guy that's always planting the oh, things and Oh, right. That's yes. Stephen Bauer with really? an accent. Yeah. Wow. He's been he was in 60 episodes of Ray Donovan. Really? Yeah. Stephen Bauer. <laughs> he doesn't even. Man, that's wild. Yeah. This was also Michelle Pfeiffer's film debut. Really? Yeah. Like she plays Elvira, although she was in Greece Part Two, which was, I think she'd like to forget. She'd like to forget. Yeah. Uh, she, she played Elvira. Uh, she was in Dangerous Minds. She was in a great movie with, with Harrison Ford called What Lies Beneath that's on our list. What Lies Beneath was a movie that was directed by Robert Zemeckis. And reason I remember it is because remember how Robert Zemeckis directed Castaway mm. with Tom Hanks. So they made the first half of Castaway. Tom Hanks goes, they say, okay, come back in a year, mm. put on, you know, lose weight, grow a beard. In the year that they gave Tom Hanks a break, he made What Lies Beneath, wow, which right. is awesome. Okay, she was also in a handy little movie called Married to the Mob. Her and Alec Baldwin. It's a okay. comedy, but actually a really good movie. And she's in another excellent movie that's on our list called Fabulous Baker Boys with the two Bridges brothers, Jeff and Bo Bridges, mm. on our list, definitely. Okay. Now, at first, Michelle Pfeiffer really had, was at long odds to play Elvira Hancock in the mm. movie. She was a relative – well, she was an unknown actress. Right. Universal, uh, the parent company, MCA, wanted a bigger name. They said the names they suggested, Jane Fonda. Goldie Horn, mm. Barbara Streisand. Wow. And and all these other actresses, Stockard Channing, Beverly D'Angelo, Margot Kidder, Priscilla Presley. Goldie Horn, I could see, yeah. Raquel Welsh mm. were also considered. But Pfeiffer was cast at the very first meeting she had with Brian De Palma. Wow. The first time he goes, Yeah, you're the right, you're right for this part. And he got he got his way. Interesting. Robert Logia plays Frank Lopez. He was in Big with Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also in Independence Day as well, which we've done on the show. He played one of the army, uh, the generals. Uh, Yeah, I had seen him. That's uh, in fact, yes, I remember him in Big. Now that's one. That's the. That's the. I was sitting there going, "Why do I know this guy?" He's the guy that's FAO Schwartz. That's it on the piano with him. Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio plays Gina. She was in The Abyss with uh, James Cameron for great movie. 
Uh, she was in Perfect Storm as well with uh, Ma- Mark Wahlberg and George Clooney. Okay. She was also co-starring with Kevin Costner in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So solid cast. Yeah. Before we get to the run-through, let's chat about Hisense. And look, if you're in the market for a TV, really give your attention to Hisense because they've got some amazing new TVs running their new Mini LED X technology. This is groundbreaking technology that delivers exceptional contrast, amazing brightness, brilliant color accuracy as well. So their backlight system is what does all this. This backlight technology combined with their ULED technology and Quantum Dot produces stunning visuals to give you unparalleled lifelike contrast and colors. That is uh, absolutely, that's part of their trademark, this bright picture. The Highview Engine X is Hisense's state-of-the-art proprietary technology. This is powered by AI and actually simulates human brain patterns to optimise the image and sound in real time mm. to give you the best possible outcome. There's Dolby Vision IQ and HDR10 Plus as well. And this brings that content to life, especially if you're watching in 4K. The high dynamic range really does make the picture pop. But also, it's about sound. Now, their top of the line, their Mini LED XTV has Cinestage X 4.1.2 surround sound out of the box. No need to add a sound bar. The sound quality with the TV is amazing and immersive. And if you're obviously into your gaming, into your sports, there are modes that help you enjoy those as well. The Mini LED X, later this year, we're going to see a 110-inch model. But currently, you can buy a 75-inch and an 85-inch model. And these this is the top-shelf TV for Hisense with their best mini-LED technology as well. So keep an eye out for these. You, if, you want, if you want to take a look at them, head down to a store, see it for yourself. You'll see the incredible quality of the Hisense mini-LED XTV. Check it out or head to their website, hisense.com.au. Okay, the setup here mm-hmm. is, and there was a bit of explaining about what was happening. The The film starts with a montage of scenes about the journey of Cuban refugees yeah. to Miami during the Mariel boat lift it was like in a 1980. Little, a little history yeah. lesson. For someone yeah. like me who it just isn't engaged in history and stuff, it yeah. was a really useful little, okay, this is, yeah. this is not just about, you know, illegal immigration or immigration. This is about... You know, Castro. They've opened the gates. You know, opening the gates, go. also <laughs> throwing out a few, a uh, few of his thugs from jail. Oh, yeah. Like I, I'd never heard that before. It was so like it was a way of purging sort of the yeah. country of some of these criminals. Yeah. And uh, well, two of the characters, Tony and Manny, uh, are detained in a camp that they call Freedom Town with other Cubans. Uh, but at, during this period, the government is assessing their visa petitions. I like at the very start where, you, when we, when we meet Tony Montana, he's explaining who he is. Uh, and they're asking him a few questions. Where'd you learn to speak the English, Tony? Uh, in a school. And my father, he was uh, from the United States. Yeah, just like you, you know. He was a Yankee. Uh, he used to take me a lot to the movies, you know. I learned. I watched the guys like uh, Huffy Bogart, James Cagney. They, they teach me to talk. I like those guys. I always know one day I'm coming here. United States. Interesting. I, I love uh, his the accent. The whole like thing. Accent. It's not just the accent. It's the. It's not a lisp, but but it's it's a it's a draw on the accent as well. Yeah, it's that whole you know my father, and yeah. it's just so well done yeah. from the get go. They add they add consonants to words too. Yeah, like yeah. They they mang man they they call say mang. Mm. 
Yeah, it's I, I'll say this though. One thing that I noticed, you obviously notice your scar at this point. Yes. I, I noticed the scar change a couple of times yes. in the movie. Yes. It's it, not it, great. It, yeah. Um, Sometimes you don't even notice it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, I when they're first in they, Miami, yeah, I'm like, geez, is that thing blowing up in the sun here or what? But anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I like to, they recognize a tattoo on his hand as well. Yeah. They go, what's this? And he actually, he talks to me, he goes, look, I, I, I don't want to live in a communist country. I want to live here in freedom like you guys. Yeah. And, he, he, uh, he basically sort of talked his way out of there. But uh, while they're in Freedom Town, they get a little offer to kill a guy named Emilio Rabenga, who we later learn is a former aide to Fidel Castro mm. who's detained with them in Freedom Town. Yeah. So this is them in, you yeah. know, in a camp. Stupid name, Freedom Town. But, yeah. you know, they put on this right essentially to to kill well, this guy who it was good timing. also it's yeah. like he knew he had it coming this guy he, he well, knew yeah. that it was he had not, a few enemies this I is think. a guy who yeah. was an offsider of the of the dictator who's yes. now in a camp with the worst of the worst he could not be happy to be there absolutely right and the deal was if they killed this guy they received their green card so done deal they, did. they murder him during the riot now we later learn that Rabenga the, the murder was requested by Frank Lopez, who mm. we'll meet shortly. He was a he's a wealthy uh, dealer, uh, a, a drug dealer. Mm. Oh, uh, mate, car dealer. What are you talking uh, about uh, cars car, and drugs. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> he's a dealer of sorts. His legitimate front is cars. But Rabenga had apparently tortured Lopez's brother to death while oh, still in right. Cuba. So grudge. Yeah. There so we go. So he goes, you know what? Let's wipe him out. Anyway, that's what that's what uh, they get. They get their pass. And uh, they're they're working in a little little uh, little takeaway place. Lopez's uh, offsider Omar, who uh, played by F. Murray Abraham too, Seen a good him actor. Before as yeah, well, yeah, he's an Oscar winner. Won an Oscar for Amadeus. Wow, yeah, he's a really good actor. Okay. He was in the most recent um, uh, series of White Lotus too. He's gotcha. a really good actor. Um, and he's the man who contacted Manny for the Rabenga hit, right? Yeah. So he's now they've now called called on Tony and Manny to do – they wanted to go pick up some marijuana, but the amount was only like 500 bucks each. Mm. But Tony Montana turns it down. Who do you think we are, baggage handlers? <laughs> the going rate on a boat is a 1000 or nine, man. You know that. First, got to work your way up to 500, kiddo. Okay, what I did for you guys in Freedom Town, what was that? That Rebenga hit was a game of dominoes or man, what? That was something shut else, up, man. shut up, Mike. Take it easy. What's with this dishwasher, Chico? <laughs> Don't you think we could have got some other space cadet to hit Rebenga cheaper, to 50 bucks? Then why didn't you, man? Don't be calling me no fucking dishwasher. I'll kick your fucking monkey man, ass man, all over the place. You're not gonna <laughs> do that to nobody. Come on, man, you can't do that, man. Get into the conference. Okay, okay, hey, all right, big man. You wanna make some big bucks, huh? Let's see how tough you are. You know something about cocaine? Dígame. Are you kidding me or what? There's a bunch of Colombians coming in Friday. New guys. They say they got two keys for us for openers. Pure cop, Hotel in Miami Beach. I want you to go over there. And if it's what they say it is, you pay them and bring it back. You do that, you got five grand. That's a decent... Yeah, so now he's hey, thinking, this is this is his play. Yeah. It's like, is you know it? what? This this dr low level drug dealing stuff, yeah. mate, I'm already above that. We're over I've that, been yeah. here for a week and I'm yeah. already above that yeah. essentially. And he he did the hit on Rabenga. Like he said, he goes, What was that for? Yeah. This, what was that for Domino's? <laughs> anyway, uh, they agree to take the job and the meeting takes place. Tony and Manny and a couple of others turn up for the meet. 
But and it, I think Manny and his mate is in the car downstairs. Tony and his and his who he says is his brother. Manny gets a bit distracted. Yeah, he's could a, have been try, paying a bit, to chat up. With could him. have been paying a bit better attention to the door, but that's okay. Definitely, uh, they go in and you find that it's an it's an ambush. Yeah, so and and uh, I think at the start they're saying, "Oh, you got the money?" He goes, "Yeah, you got the stuff." Yeah, and there's sort of a bit of a standoff. This bloke goes to a suitcase where he does, by the way, have the goods. Yeah, because he said he the, didn't. But, but the woman on the bed then just pulls out a machine gun and goes, "Hey, so." It's on. Shepherds him into the bathroom, and uh, Tony's uh, the the other guy is dismembered with a chainsaw. Yeah, pretty while brutal. While Manny is trying to chat up the girls in the bikini, yeah. and he realizes something's wrong, and then storms in. Um, Tony is saved, and he shoots Hector in the head in the middle of the street, publicly, yeah. like big. And open not only drama. They, not only do they keep the money, they also take the cocaine. Well, that's right. So he's so double got everything. It's, it's beautiful. Right. So they're thinking right now. In this instance, right, there were some questions here. Do you yep. think Suarez, you know, the guy from the previous scene, Omar, mm-hmm. do you reckon he set Tony up there? Do you reckon he knew that yeah, there was some, some shit going down? Yeah, because so yeah. you remember, Tony fought him on, at this point. So he's like, hang yeah. on a minute, I'm going to hand this guy it's the like worst a ho- job. hospital pass. Instead hey. of sending, you know, yeah. our 10 of our best men, he's going to send four absolute juniors, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he did. And what about the less is more violence with the chainsaw? So, you, Mate, you, it impl- everything, like you didn't see anything, but it was all implied. I think there is actually, there was maybe a scene cut out there where, in your version, did you see the blood spraying on his face? Yeah. Okay, so that, that yeah. was in, yeah. Yeah, no, but, it was, the, the, but you didn't see it. I think there was there was there, no, there, there was was there also a scene where the arm that was that was handcuffed to the shower the shower rail yeah. that was just loose. No, he cut I his didn't arm. see that. That was in the that was in the uh, arm. Yeah, see that that, his arms that would just, have triggered me more. But, yeah, yeah. That, but they did they cut that out. I think so. Right, either that or I was you know, <laughs> flinching. Yeah. Um, so has Tony now bypassed Suarez now? He, he's he's well, that, basically says, he sees I'm going to go straight goes, to Lopez. Because he was on the phone, man. He goes, I'm going to take it to him myself. Yeah, I'm not going to bring yeah. it to you. I'm going to go straight to the so man. That's it, mate. And that's what they do. They meet Frank, which is that's the character played by Robert Logia, uh, at his house. And uh, this is where Tony impresses him with not only the return of the yeah. cash, but with the this gift is, of the cocaine. This is the genius move because this yeah. is Tony not playing for money. He's playing for the sheep station, which yeah. is to say, mate, I'm just doing you a favour. Absolutely. So look after me. This is tough. Two keys. It cost my friend Angel his life. Here's some money. My gift to you. I'm sorry about your friend, Tommy. People would do business the right way. There'd be no fuck-ups like this. Don't think I don't appreciate the gesture. You're gonna find you stay loyal in this business. You're gonna move up. You're gonna move up fast. Salam! Did you notice when he says, oh, yeah, that way there's no fuck-ups like this, he looks straight over at Omar? Yes. He yeah. eyeballs so this, Omar? This is the moment where yeah. Frank... Essentially loses all respect for his off his his yeah. underling, like because he not only this other guy brought them back, but he knows yeah. that this is essentially his fault. Absolutely brilliant. Now we at this point we also well Frank hires Tony and his and his crew to be to work for him. Yeah, but we meet also Elvira. Yeah, and Tony. What is an interest! He's just absolutely thunderstruck as she yeah, yeah. comes. Standing <laughs> with her back to the glass elevator, which she's in, and oh, he's yeah. oh mate, what a <laughs> amazing entrance! Yeah, they then head to the Babylon Club, 
And this is a scene where it's like here's where the, they can appreciate now their first glimpse of this high standard of living. You know, yeah. You're thinking, wow, this is what awaits yeah, us. Yeah, and you, you imagine this is what Tony – visualised when he yeah. was, you know, in Cuba and thinking of the freedom land and all that stuff, you know? But Frank, though, he sort of has a little warning. He sort of advises them a little bit. It comes down to one thing, only one, and you never forget. Lesson number one. Don't underestimate the other guy's greed! <laughs> Lesson number two, don't get high on your own supply. Yeah. That's right. Lesson number two, don't get high on your own supply. Because not everybody follows the rules, huh? <laughs> Which is a little dig at her. Yeah, and she's <laughs> clearly happy in her relationship, yeah. by the way. Just so pumped to oh, be yeah, there yeah, at every really. scene. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like her in this movie. Mm. Uh, so, look, Tony is now, uh, despite hearing those rules, he thinks, okay, I'm in. Um and so starts his rise through the ranks. And there's there's the a couple of these moments underworld. of passage of time too, where yeah, it's just three, like okay, three boom, months, three go months go by, later, yeah, yeah. let's push forward. So he's now. moving up through the ranks. He's now a trusted lieutenant. Despite the fact this is a three-hour movie, they do yeah. push through time at points here. Do they you know do, what I mean? Like yeah. that's yep. It's it's two hours fifty, I think, to it's be long. precise. Yeah, it's okay. decent. Um, One Tony, hour fifty. Tony is, long. is moving up through <laughs> the ranks, but still is is attracted to Elvira. Mate, he's got problems. Yeah. He's got big, big problems with you know paying attention to this yeah. girl. And I think he was helping her buy a new car, and he's always flirting with her with them when they're alone. You know, there's yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of a banter there. Uh, she enjoys the attention, but she still looks at Tony sort of down, you know, down and down her nose. And yep. Looks down her, her nose at well, him. But see, that's the thing about her character, as I said there. She never seems happy. That's her character. Yeah. It's so well played. You've got to say, yeah. her performance here. Yeah, a couple of good lines she has too. Is very good because you've always got this sense of, oh my God, what am I yeah. doing from her? That's that's the sense I get. Do you remember the scene where they were when he buys was going to buy the Porsche, the nine to eight? How nice is that nine mm, to eight? Same nice. car that was in oh, risky business. Pop up headlines. Yeah, yeah beautiful. That was my dream car as a teenager. Uh, Tony, remember they're in the car and he tries to kiss her, mm. and then she tells him to back off, buddy. Don't get confused, Tony. I don't fuck around with the help. <laughs> okay. Okay. You want to play that way with me? I play with you. So then puts a hat, me if I he puts a hat, hat on. Her hat. No. Yeah, did you see? It? If you look closely in this scene, right? I, I, you know what I thought? Can I tell you yeah. about this scene? I thought this bit was improvised. It was. Oh, because yes. because her reaction she's was, laughing. Yeah, she's was this is the this is about the only time in the movie where she looks yeah. like she's enjoying <laughs> she's got herself. A smile on her face. Yeah. Well, what happens after he tries to kiss her? They're still sitting in the car. He, she sort of looks away, and he just puts the hat on for for kicks. And then when she looks away and she sort of looks away, when she looks back and sees him and she sort of half laughs and smiles and tries to suppress her laugh, mm. um, she still stays in character sort yes. of thing um, and, and ad-libbed the line. Yeah. Brian De Palma thought that was brilliant yes. and he kept it in. I, th- yeah. I it could really tell good. it was ad-libbed yeah. but, it, but it was perfectly <laughs> done, yeah. And this is sort of this is sort of shows sort of the – First crack appearing in Elvira, sort of yes, warming, warming up, to, well, warming up. But to also Tony. think about think about Tony, this guy with you know egomaniac traits, but yeah. knows knows where he is in life, right? Yeah. So when she says, "Mate, I don't fuck around with the help," <laughs> that's his first sign to to move up. That's that's yeah. like a, yeah, a bi- as big a clearer you know green flag. To, you've got to move up the ranks. 
and she'll start talking to you. Maybe. That's essentially yeah, yeah, true, why he true. does it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I do like this bit here. He's sort of trying to make amends with his estranged family. He shows up. It's uh, very his weird. Mother's. This just happens in the movie. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yes. there's no reason for this to happen. Yeah, well, uh, there's a bit of, she says, oh, my mo- mother and he's your little sister and you're kind mm. of learning on, on the run. I couldn't. Um, so initially, this is what I referred to earlier. You couldn't tell whether this was an ex-girlfriend or who yeah, it was. No, but we, we established it. You work it out a little, little while there. That it's his, his youngest his sister. Yeah. yeah. They haven't seen him for five years, mm. um, but Tony's mother's pretty cold. She is eh? not happy. Pretty cold, and uh, she, she's she's she, warm to she's lukewarm to start with, and then yes. she just chills off. Absolutely. It's like you know what? I don't need this. We do hear her thoughts. It's Cubans like you who are giving a bad name to our people. Mm. People who come here and work hard and make a good name for themselves. People who send their children Mama, to school. Mama, pay please, their please, what are you saying? That's your son. Son. I wish I had one. He's a no, bum. No. He was a bomb then, and he's a bomb now. Who do you think you are? Hmm? We haven't heard a word from you in five years. Cinco años. Cinco años. You suddenly show up here and throw some money around and think you can get my respect. You think you can buy me with jewelry? Oh, come on, Mama. No. You think you can come into my house with your hotshot clothes and your jail manners and make fun of us? Mama. No, that's not the way I am, Antonio. That is not the way I raised Gina to be. You are not going to destroy her. See, I think that that thing resonates with a huge part of the immigrant community in Australia because what Tony's doing is giving the the Cuban people a bad reputation. Mm. And the mother has come for a better life in mm. a better country. But she sees through because he initially says, oh, I'm working. He's yeah, like an she, activist. She knows full well get a lot of donor, donors. Yeah, she yeah. knows who she he was and that. who he still is. Yeah. And she's filthy because, you know, she's bringing the reputation of her community. Not even her. She's not even worried about she doesn't yeah, say our family. She Gina, says our yeah. people. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? You know that actress, her name was Mir- Miriam Colon. Mm. She's played the mother. Yep. She's only four years older than Al Pacino. Wow. <laughs> she played the mum. Wow. <laughs> this next scene is one of my favourite passages in the movie here when they go when they to, Bolivia. to Bolivia. Yeah. Mm. So they get the, Tony goes to Bolivia with Omar to help set up a new distribution deal with a Bolivian kingpin, Alejandro Sosa. Alejandro. And uh, so Frank is having legal problems, so he couldn't leave the country. That's why he sent Omar mm-hmm. and Tony. Now, Omar, not the best negotiator, and to- I love it how well, he steps in. Tony steps in and sort of treads on his toes a little oh, bit. I don't know that you described it as not the best negotiator. Omar is a, is a company man who's just doing the same thing he's always done, yeah. whereas Tony's like, mate, we've got to get a better deal. We've got to do better. We've got Like, he's thinking there's he's better. He's thinking on his feet, though. Essentially, Tony's never seen this before, and he's yeah. thinking, this is a dud deal, Omar. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, they, they appear, though, to negotiate a deal that uh, – Seems to favour both sides, but Sosa's overseeing. It's it's all about transportation to Panama. Then mm. Tony goes, hey, "We're going to get that back, all that back to Florida and that." So uh, it was interesting. I loved the clash between between Omar and Tony. And Tony. Montana, what the fuck's the matter with you? You negotiating for Frank Lopez? Huh? Is that what Don't you're worry doing? About him, I'm not worried about it. You should worry about it. If he wants to make a deal, it's up to him, not you. We're gonna do this one deal, that's it. Okay, fuck you. How's that? <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. You need to open your eyes and keep your mouth shut. That's it, let it go at that. Don't worry about it, okay? Wait till you get back. Your head is in the wrong place. You got to watch out for yourself. Why don't you talk to him about it? You think he wants to give you the money to spend? Huh? Shut the fuck up, will you? 
I'm doing the talking here, not you. You need to watch my back. Watch my back. Better than your front, let me tell you. <laughs> That's easier to watch. Close your mouth. I can't wait to see what Frank's going to react to this one. Just shut up. I'm doing the talking here. So where were we? Panama. You're looking for a partner, right? It's something like that. Look, Mr. Sosa, <clears throat> we're getting ahead of ourselves here. I am down on Frank's authority to buy 200 keys. That's it. That's my limit. I got no right. Nobody got no right to negotiate Omar, for Frank Lopez. Omar, why don't Lopez. you let that man finish, okay? Let him propose a proposition, hey. and then we can talk more. Montana, you got no authority here, okay? I started you in this fucking business, so shut the Frank fuck up. Frank is going to love him, right? Don't worry about it. That's up to Frank, not you. Don't worry about it. Frank is going to so love it. The typical Tony, think like a punching above his weight a bit here, mm. thinking, okay, I can, we can do this. Um, My problem with yeah. you and this movie right now is <laughs> you don't see what I see at this moment. What's that? Which is Hector Salamanca, yeah. just in the in the other room, because yeah. you, you haven't watched Breaking Bad. Well, I know who you're talking about. It's the guy who rings the bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm sitting there going, yeah. this guy. So here's the weird thing I need to unpack. Does that guy ever speak in movies? Uh, he like, does in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Because I'm thinking Remember he's playing it? the same role of just this yeah. quiet, yes. you know. He's the one who rings henchman. the bell in Breaking Bad, yeah. eh? Because in that, he's the yeah. old, like he's the he's yes. the, the godfather. He's the, yeah. the, the head of the family well, kind of thing. In, in, uh, in Man. Ace Ventura Pet Detective, he plays his landlord, remember? Oh, yeah. And he goes, Ventura, I heard all these animals and scratching around, remember? Just Same saying, guy. mate, I'm watching it going, oh, what's going on here? And that's, and that's what he happens picks up the then. Phone he picks up says, the phone oh, you've got a call. and yeah. he's like, you've got a call. They pull so, yeah. one. So <laughs> that's when they have that little conversation. Then, then um, they come back. Yeah, Omar a little hesitant. He says, "Look, you know, Frank maybe wouldn't approve." So Sosa, so says, "Why don't you use your call? Call Frank, see what happens." Yep. And he, he he decides, you know what? We'll get you back to Miami. You'll see it. We'll bring you back tomorrow. We'll do do our deal. So off goes Omar. Omar, yeah, and. Uh, and you Sosa see, you and see Tony. a few of the few of the Sosa's men go as yeah. well. You're like, hang on a minute, <laughs> they've all gone with him, and Tony's with Sosa on his own now. This is yeah. not good for someone. So uh, a few minutes later, Sosa hands Tony a pair of binoculars, and we see Omar being executed by hanging from a, a helicopter. helicopter. Pretty solid. Um, yeah. What did you think? Did you think, holy hell, what's as happened here? As soon as he handed him binoculars, I knew that was going was, was yeah. to happen. Yeah. So we we learn we learn that Omar it was either that or they were going to play a helicopter trick and do a bit of um, <laughs> yeah. um, what was the movie we watched recently <laughs> with the Rush Hour yeah <laughs> is that was that where the chopper the bloke died from chopper what was no, that that was, was a few weeks ago with the football at the end of the movie and the football and the bloke yeah, yeah, falls uh, into the last boy scout last yeah, boy scout yeah, last boy scout that's the other the other way he might have died in the maybe movie. maybe but uh, no we see him uh, and he'd been beaten up a bit too before yeah. they hung him. Oof. Uh, so we learn Sosa reveals that Omar was once an informant for the informant. police yeah. uh, a few years ago. He put Vito Duval and the Ramos brothers, Nello and Gino, away for life. So how do I know you're not a Chivato too, Tony? Hey, Sosa. Let's get this straight now. I never fucked anybody over in my life. Didn't have a coat. <laughs> Got that? All I have in this world is my balls and my word. And I don't break them for no one. Do you understand? 
That piece of shit up there, I never liked him. I never trusted him. For all I know, he had me set up and had my friend Angel Fernandez killed. But that's history. I hear he's not. Do you want to go on with me to say it? You don't? Then you make a move. I think you speak from the heart, Montana. <laughs> great, it's a great line. I never fucked anyone over. Who didn't Did deserve it? Coming? Yeah, it's yeah. like, hang on a minute. Just, just to be clear, I can and will... If it's if it's coming. absolutely, but I do love to get two things that don't break: yes. my balls and my word, which is good. That's very well done. Uh, Sosa agrees to bring Tony on board as his North American distributor. Um, the that character, by the way, Sosa, was based on Roberto Suarez, a real life drug lord, Bolivian okay. drug lord, wow, and a, and trafficker. He played a major role in uh, expanding cocaine trafficking in Bolivia. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now here's a couple of talking points, though, mate. Yeah, we. How shocked were you at this assassination of uh, of Omar? Oh, that, that was a bit. There's no way you see that coming no. for sure. Because yeah. then you then you thinking to yourself, okay, so what's going to what, What's going to happen? He's got to go yeah. back to Frank now. Yeah, you've just <laughs> had his right hand man top. And, and Tony showing balls of steel there as well. So standing balls. up to guys, yeah. what are we, guys which is why move. that line is so good. Yeah, and I break my balls for That's for awesome. no reason. Yeah. Well, he's big, yeah, yeah. big and bold move. I, I, yes. I described. Well, it. Well, again, it's. It's essentially how he operates. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's not baby stepping yeah. his way into he, being a, a drug lord. He works off emotion, not mm. not intelligence. Hey? Yeah. Uh, back in Florida, though, surprisingly, Frank's not happy. No, he's and, and he's blowing up deluxe. You made a deal for a fucking eighteen million dollars without even checking with me. Are you crazy, Montana? Are you crazy? Oh, you're Frank. Take it easy. Hang on my ass. A ten-five a key is puro. You can't lose money, no way. We make 75 million on this deal, Frank. 75 million. That is serious money. What the fuck is Sosa going to do when I don't come up with the first five million? What's he gonna do? Is he gonna send me a bill? <laughs> He's gonna send a fucking hit squad up here, that's why. There's gonna be a war in the street. Relax, take it easy. I'm in tight with Sosa. You short a couple of mil, I go on the street for you. I make a couple of moves, a mill here, a mill there. You got it. See, it's interesting because this is actually the moment where he goes essentially out on his own. But yeah. the way he pitches that there is, I'll go out and make sure that your yeah. deal is covered for you to get that, this thing happening. Because Frank says, you guess, what do you mean? You make a moves by yourself? He goes, yeah. hey, I hear things. You know, yeah. like you can't keep a good man down. <laughs> Tony says, though, it's time to think big. Yeah. We've got to expand. Uh, and with them as the main distributors and wholesalers, they'll make millions, become the biggest cartel in the continent. In North in, America. In America yeah. North America. Frank tells Tony's ambitious drug dealers who want too much and crave money, power, and attention don't last long in the business. Yeah. So basically, he's like, mate, just calm down. We yeah, got a calm babe. the farm. He's there saying, mate, baby steps wins yeah. this game. Walk before you can run. Mm -hmm. Here's an interesting turn. <laughs> We see Tony goes goes to see Elvira, and he proposes to her. Yeah, which balls uh, balls are steel once again. Yeah, absolutely right. Okay, here's a story. I come from the gutter. I got no education, but that's okay. I know the street, and I'm making all the right connections with the right woman. They're not stopping me. I could go right to the top. What I gotta tell you is this. I like you. I like you the first time, I later I say. 
Sí. She's a tiger. She belongs to me. In a way, I want you to marry me. I want you to be the mother of my children. <laughs> Walt. Yeah. Ever. What about Frank, though? What are you going to do about Frank? Frank is not going to last, okay? He finished. Just think. Okay? I want you to really think about it. But she doesn't say no. No, this she is the thing. Say, she... She doesn't she's go like, tell him to go, you know what? She's just like, oh, what about Frank? Like, yeah, oh, what, yeah. what are you what talking about, Frank? about? Yeah. So, it's, but I think, though, I think some time's passed as yeah, well. Yeah, and I think she's also. She's seeing what's happening. She, yeah, she, yeah, she's observing this story like we are. Yeah. And so she is seeing his gradual rise and yeah. therefore thinking, I don't know, maybe mm. at least this bloke's interested in me. Yeah. But, I mean, that, True. that's in his favour, yeah. basically. Okay, Tony's in uh, the Babylon nightclub again. Hmm. And he gets a bit of a shakedown. This Miami detective proposes to tax his transactions yes. in return for protection. Seen this guy before and information. too. Like, this yeah. guy's a he's pretty, been in a few movies. Yeah, yeah. But which uh, I think was he goes okay, and he goes occasionally you tell us about some other crews, we'll bust them. Yeah, we'll sort of grease the wheels for you. You know, old school policing old as school we used to corruption. have here with yeah. <laughs> what's the like <laughs> Organized just died, Roger. Yeah, mm. yeah, Roger Rogerson. Roger Rogerson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's here as well that Frank sees, like he, Frank goes and sits next to Elvira. Mm. Frank comes in and goes, "Hey, get your own girl." He goes, "Yeah, I'm doing that." <laughs> and goes, hey, and he blows up and just, he literally hey. says that to him. Yeah, I know. It's I know. So, so it's pretty bold, though. Pretty in your face. What he does, it's but obvious. Tony, this is this is the point in the movie where you realise that Tony has this absolute dedication to his daughter, his his younger uh, sister, younger sister's Gina. protection yes. and well being. He's, he's, just, he's seeing her dancing, sees her with, a, dancing with a local drug dealer in what is clearly in a club of ill repute. Yes, uh, and he's filthy about it. And I, I like how when he she sees he sees her being sort of taken away by the hand into a into a, the men's room. Yeah, and into a stall. Yes, he storms in and uh, says, is this, "Is this what you want to do? Is this what you, what you want to be? Following drug dealers in here?" Yeah, and he goes, "You don't tell me what to do." Remember, she was sort of saying, he goes, yeah, "She yeah. was making goes, out like it was, where are you it was from? It was something special." And he's like, "Yeah, in the bathroom at a club. <laughs> Good on you." <laughs> so Tony asks Manny, he says, "Look, take her home." Uh, and on the way, they have an interesting conversation, and, and I think Gina says, "I see the way we you all see it. this yeah, coming. We see this. You got to look around, and go out with with somebody who's who's got something on the ball, who's going somewhere in life." They're like who? Like, for instance, someone who's got a real job, like a banker or, or, or a doctor, uh, what about a you? lawyer. What are you talking about? Why don't you take me out? Wait, crazy? <laughs> I see the way you look at me, Manolo. What do you think? I'm blind? I see. Come on. What? Look, Gina. Tony and I are like brothers, all right? And you're his kid's sister. So and that's where it ends. That's where it stays. What, are you afraid of Tony, huh? You afraid of Tony's kid sister, hey, huh? Hey, I'm not afraid of anybody, okay? That's not the point here. Do you think, though, I, I, every time I watch this, I'm thinking, mate, Gina, like, Manny's your best mate. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you prefer that she goes out with someone you know and Honestly, like? Honestly, that part of this does confuse me quite yeah. greatly because... That's the to, ah. you know you know this person better than anyone and you theoretically like them as well. Yeah, yeah, it's just weird. It's a very yeah. weird thing. 
Now, meanwhile, back at the nightclub, mm. you see these two guys sitting at a table. They've got their, their little napkins over their machine guns. Yeah, they're ready to go. <laughs> and there is, uh, they're ready to have a crack. And I'm thinking... The first time I saw this, I was thinking, who are they after? Is yes, just, I was it, trying to. Are is they after performer? some other guy? Yeah. Did you notice the performer, by the way? No. The guy from Law and Order? Oh, sorry. No, that was the com- Yeah, the yeah. stand up. Yeah, oh, there yeah, was yeah, a cl- yeah. The guy with the head and the, the guy with a so funny like head was. The clown well, came out. Oh, that was a bit weird. Yeah. But yeah, the guy from Law and Order. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking, ah, oh, these are a familiar Still stand up. It was good. Uh, so, yeah, these blokes open fire and uh, it's pretty solid uh, shooter, yeah. shootout. And uh, they, I think Tony Tony's only to protected get under by the table. another body in front of him, yeah, basically. And he shoots him in the legs and bolts um, and heads off in his car. Hmm. Interesting that he shoots him in the legs, to be honest. Yeah, well, I think that was the only angle he had under the table. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. he was looking under the table. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Nick calls Frank, who confirms his involvement Hmm. here, right? So you know how – remember the scene before this? He goes, you ring him at 3 a.m. Yeah. All right? To say, sorry, he got away. We didn't do it. Just to sort of flush out whether he had organised it. Yes. And you'll notice in this little bit of audio, the phone he rings. plays off the phone call as if it's Elvira calling him. Mm. Hello. It's all right. I'm going to be home in an hour. Don't worry. That was his mate. Hey, yeah. Frank. You a piece of shit. Tony, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, you fucking cockroach. What are you talking about? Come on, you listen to me, huh? Do you know what a hasa is, Frank? That's a pig that don't fly straight. Hmm. Remember he told him that Neither earlier? Neither do you, Frank. So pig that don't fly straight. At this point, Frank knows the game's up and starts begging for his life, saying, yes. look, I'll give you $10 Literally yeah. on his knees. Yeah. And it's one of those great things where he's like, you're not going to kill me. You just kill me. You just kill me. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you. And he walks away and he's like, yeah. you kill me. Then Manny does. Yeah. <laughs> but then, though, remember he even asked the copper, remember, he goes, what are you going to do? You're going to step in? He goes, hey, you, this is your, your thing. You deal with it. Hmm. And the, the copper was armed, yeah. right? He could have stepped in. But our old Why Tony goes, yeah, he, he's your comeuppance. See you later, See you pal. Later. Good night. And he gets he offs him as well, and then and then there's yeah. the bodyguard left, and he, man, he's like, yes. "What do we do with him?" And he he's goes, like, "You want, want a job?" A job? <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That was a good scene. Man, he's, he knows he's just a bystander. Of course, well, of course, yeah. Uh, so it uh, he even, did he even offers Elvira? He said he can have her too. Did he as the, well as the the ten million dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, Manny's executed Frank, and and the and Tony kills the police, the the detective. And from here, a bit of a montage happening mm. here. The empire's growing. So it begins yeah. this profitable relationship. You really with start Sosa. to see he's now he's rising. Yeah. Uh, the empire's growing. Begins a profitable relationship with Sosa. Tony marries Elvira. Mm-hmm. So she, she yeah. does say yes in the end. He's got this massive Buys complex a massive mansion compound with, with, with uh, a bunch of surveillance cameras. Cameras so that love sort of just the future Arlo's, whereas he would put Arlo in, in a business yeah. right at that point. Tony also sets Gina up in a business of her own. Remember, she was doing a beauty beauty course. Manny and Gina then, I think, do you remember at the wedding, he's the best man, she's a bridesmaid. they're standing behind. And they're kind of eyeing each other off in the background. So they're sort of starting a secret romantic relationship there, aren't they? But as his wealth grows, so does his paranoia. Yeah. And he's, he's trying to launder his money. I remember the bank guy from the bank goes, goes mate, this mate, is the going rate. I can only 12%. do so much like, of this. And he's going, mate, he goes, no, he goes, he's trying to rob you. He goes, you're robbing me. And then um, Manny suggests there's a Jewish mob boss that can help, mm. right? And he goes, okay. 
Turns out, though, remember they've got all, like a million dollars on the table. Turns out that's an undercover cop. Yeah. And him and Tony and Manny get busted. And so they're facing jail time. So they post $5 million bail and he's told that he could face, face potential jail time. Man, the jails are like fucking hotels. You know? Fuck, you kidding me or what? Come on. What, you fucking high or what? I'll delay the trial. A year and a half, two years. You won't even start doing... Fuck you. Fuck you, man. I'm not going back in any cage, okay? No way. I've been there. Okay, look. <clears throat> I give you $400,000 more. Okay? Now, that's 800000 With that kind of money, you can buy the Supreme Court. <laughs> Tony, the law has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt. I'm an expert at raising that doubt. But when you got a million three undeclared dollars staring into a videotape camera, honey baby, it's hard to convince a jury you found it in a taxi cab. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very True. honest assessment from a lawyer who is being paid whatever he needs well, mate, to get the result. He's on remember, he goes, look at the remember the clock yeah, yeah, with the camera. You look yeah. it up there, so. But our man Sosa sweeps in and offers a solution to avoid prison. You have a problem, Tony. We have a problem. I think together we can solve all our problems. Now, we all know that you have some tax troubles in your country and that you may have to do a little time. But we have some friends in Washington that assure us these troubles can be taken care of. You may have to pay some back taxes, a, a big fine, but uh, there will be no prison. So that's music to Tony's yeah. ears. What he needs to do, though, they explain that they need to assassinate a Bolivian journalist who's exposing the corruption of the Bolivian government involved in their drug trafficking. And this is hurting Sosa and his partners and business associates. Yeah, right. I think if we get rid of this, this guy then that sort of clears the way for us. Yeah. People in Washington, there's something in it for them. And so he's got to do yeah. this with uh, old mate Hector, the shadow. That's correct. <laughs> so meanwhile, back in uh, Miami, Tony and Elvira, this is sort of their, I think this this is the end of their relationship. They get into this massive argument uh, in, in a restaurant. I got a fucking junkie for a wife. Don't eat nothing. Sleeps all day with them black shades on. Wakes up with a quailu. And who won't fuck me because she's in a coma. <laughs> I can't even have a kid with her, man. Her womb is so polluted. I can't even have a fucking little no, baby with her. Contribution to human history. Go ahead. So tell everybody. Come on. You want a kid? Tell the world. What kind of a father do you think you are? Come on. Drive him to school in the mornings? Are you even gonna be alive by the time the kid goes to school? So that's pretty much them done and dusted. Yeah. He's sort of pretty bitter and twisted by now. Tony, though, in the meantime, has reluctantly agreed to help Sosa with the hit in New York. And your man yeah. was here at the, at the controls in the passenger seat. Yes. 
And so that's a Peugeot? Was that a Peugeot? Oh, Citroën? Citroën. Citroën. Nice, beautiful, so classic Citroën yeah. that he's armed with some C4 underneath and yeah, a remote but, trigger. But what do we see in the car, though? He sees there's kids in the car. And this is an interesting, Yes, uh, I think, new insight into Tony. He's like, hang on a minute. Kids and women. I draw yeah. the line yeah. at killing this guy's wife and kids. Make you feel good to kill a mother and a kiss, huh? Make you feel big. Like, you big man. Well, fuck you. What do you think I am? You think I killed two kids and a woman? Fuck that! I don't need that shit in my life. You die, motherfucker! Oof. What do you think I am, huh? What do you think, I am a fucking worm like you? I told you, man. I told you, don't fuck with me. I told you, no fucking kids. No, but you wouldn't listen. Why, well, you stupid fuck. Look at you now. Solid. So just blew his brains man, out. Your man. Uh, Not he, ringing he that bell anymore, pain, Hector. Painted his brains on the window. Uh. Uh, how the window didn't shatter too from the gunshot. The yeah, thing, the, window, yeah. the window should have shattered. Mm. Anyhow, hmm. um, what? See, that, that was funny how, see, Tony's actually got a conscience. He's got a conscience yeah. here. Women, mother. He said, look, I didn't want. I mean, the previous scene, he said, look, I can't have kids with her because she's, you know, hmm. he wanted children. I think children yes. was something he wanted. He couldn't get. And he sees the kids here. His conscience gets better of him. What he doesn't realise yeah. is he's just uh, destroyed. He's made it worse. Made one things of, worse. He's, Remember, he's, he's, he goes, I don't need that in my life. He destroyed Omar for Frank, and now he's destroyed um, old mate, the silent yeah, killer. Sosa, yeah. So this, this is now exposed Sosa and his partners to the world as drug lords. They found what was under the car, Tony. Now our friend has got security up the ass. And the heat is going to come down hard on my partners and me. There's not going to be a next time, you fucking dumb. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Hey, take fooling? it easy when you talk to me, okay? I told you a long time ago, you fucking little monkey, not to fuck me. Hey, hey, who the fuck you think you're talking to, huh? You want to fuck me? Who the fuck you think I am, you fucking dumb boy? Come on, brother. Do you want to go to war? Come on. Do you want to go to war? We'll take you to war, okay? Tony, coño. Come at the man. Alex, you there? Hey, he's not there. <laughs> he hung up 20 seconds ago. Also, at this point, you realise Tony is off the rails. Oh, yeah. He's, he's not so high time. on his own oh, supply. Yeah. He's yep. putting his whole face in kilos. Absolutely right. Yeah. And he's everything everything he touches now has just turned to crap. Yeah. Tony's mother, meantime, is sort of saying, look, I can't find Gina. Mm. He, he keeps getting phone calls about Gina. Where's Gina? And he... Uh, She's concerned about Gina's sort they of They get descent. an address, though. Yeah, they go, yeah. And she, but she first accused him of corrupting her. Uh, they find an address, and Tony goes to the house in Palm Grove, and who should answer the door? His best mate, Manny. Now, isn't this a time where you need the ring doorbell? Yeah. You need a doorbell to <laughs> see who's at the door, don't you reckon? <laughs> Would have saved his life. <laughs> get the ring doorbell out. <laughs> Unfortunately, years before they were invented, and he's opened the door, uh. Tony looks over his shoulder, sees his half-naked sister in a nightgown at the top of the stairs. Tony shoots his mate Manny dead. Just in the guts. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. But then Gina's on the floor crying and says, we got married, we were going to surprise you. Oh. Do you reckon he would have liked that surprise? No. No, I don't think I, so I don't either. know how Manny thought it was a good idea either. Yeah. He knows how loose <sighs> this bloke is, fair thing. So meanwhile, Sosa, who's thinking, okay, swears revenge and right. sends an army. Literal army. To kill him. Yeah. Now, interesting scene. These, these, these scenes, you know, where there's people sort of mm. enclosing, encroaching on the home, yeah. on his castle, and um, this final shootout. You know who was involved in shooting all of that? No. A young Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Wow. Yeah, he was on the set. 
and he wanted to collaborate. There's, there's a scene where I think remember the guy throws up a, a yeah. uh, what a do they call hook. that? A, yeah. a little clamber hook. That he Spielberg actually directed that scene, that grappling part of the scene, hook, yeah. the grappling hook, and uh, and other parts of that scene of that that little setup. Yeah. Spielberg was involved. Nice. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jean is now back in Tony's home and not happy. Jan. Uh, she enters his office in a open bathrobe. Very strange but, uh, attire to wear in front of your brother, but anyway. Yeah, but she's got a gun. Yeah, she's not happy. You can't stand for another man to be touching me. Ugh. So you want me, Tony, huh? Oh. Huh? What's your Tony? Uh, is that <laughs> in the lake. There's a guy just outside the window yeah. as well. So the guy entered from the because the bloke was on the balcony. That's Remember the right. grappling hook? Yeah. The guy got up there, came in, shot shot Gina. And uh, Tony was behind a chair. She, so the guy didn't see him and he sort of pushed him out of, out of the balcony. Yeah. Meanwhile, the mercenaries Can have now Can we just talk about how compound. weird like that whole – Yeah, it was. But I mean, I get it's the emotion of her seeing yeah. her, 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 her husband, lover die her and all this. But, man, that was some weird shit. Well, but that – That was some weird shit. It was weird, but you're thinking But, but it goes back mindset, to my original point yeah, was why? I couldn't tell whether he was that was a sister or a lover in the, in the very, very first yeah. scene. He had that much emotion yeah. for her, and, so and you know what? As, it's like as, she picked up on that. As gross as it is, that's a valid question. He goes, "You don't let any, you're not letting any other man touch me. You do want yeah. me? Is oh, that man. why?" Oof. So wow. yeah, it's pretty confronting. Anyway, Tony's now in big so trouble. So now the uh, mercenaries have surrounded the compound. They open fire and gather outside his door before Tony's famous reply. You want to play games? Okay, I play with you. Come on. Okay. Do you want to play with us? Okay. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Do you want to play with us? Okay. Nice. Boom. And uh, it's at this point where he, he blows up the door and kills about four or five people yeah, at the does, door. Yeah, he does some solid yeah. effort yeah. here, but doesn't realise there's another guy that came out of the grappling Well, hook. yeah, so there's, he goes out on the front of his office and there's people he's shooting down and they're shooting him and he's sort of defying the, the bullets. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy with the sun, he's just slowly walking up behind him and just goes kaboom, shoots him from behind. He's wearing sunglasses too, by the way. It's nighttime. Mm. Sunnies. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, comes up behind, shoots him dead, and he falls into the pond below. And did you see what it says on the large brass globe? Exactly the same thing as the... Pan Am uh, blimp said the earlier world in the movie. is yours. Mm. Correct, yes. Now, in that final shootout sequence, right, mm. took a lot to shoot it. During filming, Al Pacino accidentally grabbed one of the guns by the barrel, and even though they were shooting blanks, it actually burned Hot. his yeah, hand yeah. really badly. Oh, and they had to actually shut down for a few weeks to resume because he, he burned his hand that bad. Shit. Yeah, on, on, on the gun. 
So uh, that that took there was a lot of what Hard they did up, son. when he wasn't available to shoot. They were shooting all the other angles of all the people encroaching on his office right. there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, some lines. Did you catch this one? This is the very start, and it really, I think, one of the things that helped get him out of uh, out of that Freedom Town, yeah. out of that sort of the detention into Freedom Town. I'm Tony Montana, a political prisoner from Cuba, and I want my fucking human right now. Just like the president, Jimmy Carter says. Now, Oliver Stone, the writer, yeah. called name Tony Montana after his favourite American football player. Ah. Joe Montana. Montana. Yeah, that's amazing. Here is sort of one of the first exchanges between Elvira and uh, do you remember when they first go to the Babylon Club and yes. she's dancing with him? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know you were so sensitive about your diplomatic status. Yeah, go on, man. What is your problem, baby? Don't you got a problem? Did you good looking? Did you got a beautiful body, beautiful legs, a beautiful face? Man, all these guys in love with you, man. All these got to look in your eye like you haven't been fucked in a year. Hey, Jose, who, why, when, and how I fuck is none of your business, okay? Now you're talking to me, baby. That I like, okay? Keep it coming, baby. Don't call me baby. I'm not your baby. Uh, not yet, man. You gotta give me some time. Even if I were blind, desperate, starved, and begging for it on a desert island, you'd be the last thing I'd ever fuck. <laughs> Pretty solid. Yeah. She does change her tune a little bit later. Yeah. Here's a line that I used to say to my mates all the time right. when uh, when they try to talk to a girl. You want to have ice cream with my friend of me? Get lost, greaseball. <laughs> Get lost, greaseball. Oh. All right, some plot holes here. Yeah. Now, do you remember in the shootout at mm. the nightclub mm. and Tony escapes, gets in his car, drives away? Mm. That's a valet parking, mate. The keys, where the keys are locked up. How do you get in your car and drive away like that? Unless you had the spare set on him. Did he realise? I don't want to break to you. I think in valet parking, in those kind of situations, the keys, keys are in the car. In them, and there's just enough valets out there that uh, people don't just jump in them. Okay. Keys are never left in the cars usually, but anyway. Uh, near the end of the movie, if you're a gun expert, no, right, you'll know that the Gina's uh, holding and using a Smith & Wesson Model 36. Now, this is a five-shot revolver. All right. How many How shots, many shots she does she fire? Six. Six shots. Ah, they did the old One six. too many. <laughs> One too many. Things you might not know. Um, there was a myth on set that Pacino actually snorted real cocaine oh. during the film. Really? He denied this. He said the, the, milk, the, the powdered milk is what they used to simulate oh. the cocaine. Um, depart, the director said never officially said that that – that there were ever any drugs used. Uh, but apparently since that film, Pacino had nasal issues, whether it's just too From much all the bloody milk. The, so it was, yeah, all the milk up his nose. And he said in 2015, looking back, he goes, for years I have had things up in there. I don't know what happened to my nose, but it's changed. Anyway. the, the Another thing you might not know, the prop firearms had a mm. special electronic synchronizing device so that they would only fire when the camera shutter was open. Ah. Yeah, so that you get a better flare. The gun, the muzzle flashes are a bit more spectacular. Wow. Yeah. Most of the movie was shot in LA. Yeah, makes sense. Not not Miami. So it stood in for Miami, Florida. This was done because the production uh, would have been, there was a lot of protesting, a lot of angry Cuban Americans protesting right. over the film subject matter. 
Huh. In Cuba, in, in Miami. In so Miami so, you yeah. know what? Let's just film it in LA. Maybe let's not have that drama. Yeah. Yeah. So they still had a lot of the, found a lot of streets and buildings for that were redressed to give it still a sense of Miami. Did you know that there was a video game released? I was actually at E3 when this was announced. Really? The it's called Scarface, The World Is Yours. I remember, oh, the, I remember the launch party for this in LA, right? And the game was like an alternative history. So the game has Tony Montana surviving the shootout with Sosa's men oh. and going on to rebuild his empire and seek revenge over Sosa. Wow. That was the that was the premise okay. of the game. Yeah. I don't mind that idea. Did you notice mm. the despite the movie being called Scarface, it's only mentioned once in the movie. I didn't even notice at the, very, it at once. the very beginning. I love it when they say the name of the I movie. Know, they did, did it yeah. this time. Um, did you also notice Tony's little friend was an M sixteen? Yeah. yeah, M sixteen with an M two oh three forty millimeter grenade launcher hmm. attached to the barrel. That's his little friend. Did you also <laughs> notice that the main characters who survived the film, right? Hmm. Tony's mother yep. and Elvira, the two people who cut ties with Tony, survive. There you go. So Where's all that money go? Well, well I know, but it just means that Manny, dead. Gina, yeah. dead. All these other people, dead. Tony just sort of sucked him into a black hole. But the people who cut, cut and ran did well. Survived. Righto. Three questions for Trev. Hit me. How many times is the word fuck used? <laughs> 72. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Hit me. 226 wow. times. This was one of the reasons why I was given an X rating, by the way. Right. And at the time of release, it set the record for the most uses of the word outside of porn. Wow. So there you go. Question two. What was the body count? Oh, massive. 60. 42. Okay. Yeah. That's massive. Question three. Mm. Was there ever a sequel? Oh, I don't know. I'd, um, I don't know how you do because, as we just said, the only people that live are – no, I don't know. Yeah, there was not a sequel, but in 2001, Brian De Palma said he was working on a sequel oh. that would bring back Michelle Pfeiffer and star a Cuban rapper as Tony's son. That would have been the sequel that they did actually have a child, and that would have been Scarface too, but didn't didn't get didn't up. Happen. Didn't get up. Interesting. Righto, that is Scarface. Give us your wrap up and rating. We're normally a point apart. Yeah, we're going to be more. I'm not okay. A fan. Okay, <laughs> I'm not a fan. Okay. Now it was a long movie. Yeah, I'll forgive it. That I don't know, mate. I just yeah, it just it just didn't didn't resonate with me. Um, it felt many parts of it. Well, unnecessary in a lot of ways. I don't know, man. This I struggle to give this a seven. Okay, well, I'm, so an eight, I'm an eight five, eight point five is I'll mine. I'll give it a seven at a push. Yeah, that's actually pretty. That's not a bad score for you. Um, I'm thinking it could. My if I to improve this movie, it, you can tighten it up. D you, don't you, you think? Could, like, you could take, wouldn't if that you be amazing? Half an hour out of the movie. If you said it's today, snappier. Scarface yeah. is an unbelievable premise of this yeah. you know, immigrant story. Yeah. We want to do good. Da 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 da. Yep. There's half an hour you can cut from this thing. And easy, yeah, easy. easy yeah. possibly more. You can tighten it right up. Yeah. That just goes, this is tight, bang, 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 yeah. bang. And yeah. it's, you know, the, the problem is they would never do that. But in a streaming world, yeah. mate, a, a, the problem oh, is they make, they make four-hour movies now for streaming. But, yeah. like, this thing, cut, would just drop, I reckon. Okay. No, that, that's, that's fair. But you know what? I've got to say, 
that repeated watches, you pick up stuff and appreciate okay. stuff and in let, this movie? I'll say this. I didn't watch this in the in a, in a theatre environment, but I, yeah. I want to say I don't think a lot of people do. I found a lot of this hard to follow. Yeah. The, or, like the mainly the the language, you know, is very slurred and, and yeah. soft. I found it hard to follow. Okay. I really did. And you mean hard to understand what they're saying or they're hard to understand line? what they're saying. The broad story is pretty clear, yeah. but you know, I think you miss some of those things that you as a kid saw out outright. Whereas today, yeah. I think I think sometimes a movie like this should just be put out in, in stereo. So that mm. you know your average TV can just go. Guess I want to hear the bloody in, thing in 4K. My version had a Dolby surround soundtrack. I've got no so doubt it did, mate. It. You've yeah, got a yeah. two million dollar home theater, of course. <laughs> I wish, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like just yeah. for the iPad watches, yeah. for the I just think at times the orchestration of audio makes it hard to hear. Like you just want to go. Can I? Can I have, and there is, there was someone did this, whether it was Netflix or we have like an elevated uh, vocal track, which is just, yeah. I just want to hear the script. Well, a lot of young, I reckon a lot of millennials now would have watched it with the subtitles. Yeah, that's true. Like my kids watch, I walk past the TV at home, like Aaron, Haley, they're watching whatever they're watching with the English subtitles. Yeah, so they're reading it as well as hearing it. I can't do it. Yeah. All righty. That was Scarface. What was it? Seven? Seven. I'm an 8.5. Okay. So that was Scarface. Let's talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Next week, I think, is another hidden gem category film. Okay. Black Rain. Never heard of it. Released in 1989. Feels like a Prince album. Excuse me. That's Purple Rain. Close. Black Rain. <laughs> <laughs> Purple Rain. No, no, not <laughs> right Rain, wrong colour. <laughs> Released in 1989. Now, starring Michael Douglas. Oh. Andy Garcia. This is hidden gem. Yes. Okay. Directed by Ridley Scott. Wow. Which, again, if, if you were Aliens. to say who's in... Yeah, correct. Well, there you are. That's my question. Oh, no. Which of these movies did Ridley Scott not oh, okay. direct? Yeah, go on. A, Alien. Got it. B, Gladiator. C, Ocean's Eleven. D, The Martian. Ocean's. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I've never seen the name Ridley Scott on Oceans. Oceans 11 was directed by Steven Soderbergh. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he did direct Alien, Gladiator, and The Martian. Boom. <sighs> so that's good. a cracking movie, mate. And okay, again, Black Rain. Hidden give gem. Me, hidden I, should gem. I get a premise from you at this point? Uh, I th- well, no, I think it speaks for itself. Okay, it's cool. A, so no trailer movie, required. Nice, right nice pace. It's great. Great lines. In it. I, there's lines in this movie that I use to this day. To this very day, and mm. you'll know the line when you hear okay, it. Right okay, right. It is awesome. Righto. Thank you. That was uh, Scarface. We hope you enjoyed it. But join us next week for Black Rain. Trip. See, see you later. Then.